Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. On our show, we discuss the political issues of the day and how they are affecting our nation, our society, and the world. Thanks for joining us. Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. Today is Monday, January 4th, 2021. The new year is here, so happy new year to everybody. And we're starting off with some amazing fireworks. Well, so much of our country, so much of our future, so much of our past, so much of our life is coming down to this week. Um, first of all, we've got the Georgia Senate races tomorrow. Um, and you know, if there's a possibility that those elections are still run in a legal way, uh, it's possible the Republicans can win. If the whole thing was rigged, as the presidential election was, then tomorrow it looks like socialist, communist Democrats are about to take over the United States Congress. Wednesday is the certification of the Electoral College vote. There's going to be a lot of fireworks out there, Patriots. It's really now up to Mike Pence to do the right thing. We're going to find out if Mike Pence was really this clean-cut, all-American, straight-up, honest, God-loving, fear-fearing man. We're about to find out. Or is he just somebody who's going to pay lip service to this whole thing and ultimately certify what he knows to be fraudulent? He said in his statement the other day at the Georgia rally that he has concerns like many other Americans about the fraud. So, you know, there's no possible way those concerns are going to be alleviated and put aside after a few hours of debate in the Congress. It's clear there was fraud. Um, at this point, you know, it's not even worth going into all the details of so many things, the ballots in Georgia after after the polling places were closed, uh, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, not following election law laws, Arizona, no, no, um, auditing of the dominion machines, Nevada, not following election laws. So look, the election was a fraud. Anybody who is fair and has open eyes could see it. If the whole thing was the reversed, the Democrats would be screaming how fraudulent this is. The whole thing is a complete fraud, and we all know it. Now, is it going to stand? This is really what it's going to come down to. Um, some say that once the two houses, after after some senators and congressmen object to the vote, that the house is split and they have to discuss it, and then they come back as to the answer of who whose electors are going to be counted. But I don't read it that way. Uh, ultimately, it is up to the vice president of the United States to accept or reject the electors. Uh, there's nothing that says after a debate he must accept the result of the debate. How could Mike Pence possibly, possibly certify an election that he knows to be fraudulent? And you know, Donald Trump, who is the king of fighting the swamp, has been fighting them every single day since he was 
even running for office. He's been fighting the swamp. And as president, it's been absurd what he's had to go through. And he has never backed down. He has fought them every single day. Let's see what Mike Pence is going to do on his one day that he has to shine, to stand up to the swamp. Is he going to do it or is he going to fold? Is he going to hand the United States of America over to Joe Biden and really Kamala Harris when he knows that it's fraudulent? I don't see how he could be the person he claims to be and do that. Uh, you know, he is very proud of his Christianity. So, you know, thou shalt not bear for false witness. I mean, anybody who certifies this election is bearing false witness. The other thing, you know, we have thousands of affidavits, tons of proofs. We, we proof. We know the election laws were violated. So, I mean, if they go ahead and certify, they're basically calling all the people who witnessed this, all the people who saw this, they're calling them liars. They're saying, we don't believe what you all said you saw. And we know it's nonsense. We know there was fraud. The whole thing just doesn't add up. As I've said before, I've been watching elections my entire life. The first one I was remember was Richard Nixon's second election. And uh, never does the guy who's down 48% to 52% come back and win. But yet this time it happened in five out of six races. I mean, it just doesn't add up. And also, if you look at the agenda that the Democrats are for, for globalization, handing over our sovereignty uh, on economic policies to foreign nations under the guise of climate politics, um, you know, they want to destroy education. They want to indoctrinate our children. They want to, uh, you know, destroy the nuclear family, all of it. Americans did not vote for this. Nobody would vote for this destruction of their own country. And then today, when the, the first meeting of the new Congress, the absurdity of the Democrats, they put forth their new rules. And part of their gender rules are you can't use terms like husband or wife. You have to say spouse. You can't say son or daughter. You have to say child and you have to refer to others as siblings. I mean, they want to wipe out any gender identity. Now, look, if the Republicans go along with this, even if it passes, you can't go along with this. This is absurd. This is uh, neutering everybody. Basically, they're verbally neutering everybody. How insulting, because some people don't believe a small percent of people are confused about their gender or call themselves transgender, or however they refer to themselves. They are saying that the rest of us can't acknowledge ourselves as men and women. There were no laws like that the other way. Straight people never told people they can't say they're gay. Okay? So people now, they're, they're just immediately eliminating the bedrock of foundation. Uh, somehow they think that's privilege. I guess they think if you're a husband or a wife, somehow that's some kind of symbol of privilege or it's sexist in some way. I'm going to stand up and say I, I'm a proud father. You know, uh, I have a son. I have a daughter. People are entitled to talk about their family. I mean, this is flat out Orwellian censorship, and it's starting on day one. We can't let them get control. You know, if the Electoral College goes against Trump, you know, there is the Insurrection Act that a lot of people like to make fun of it or 
you know, misrepresent what the Insurrection Act is. The Insurrection Act, first of all, it's in the law. Okay, so if something's in the law, it means that lawmakers foresaw a possibility of something happening, so they put it in place. And the founders of the country foresaw that somebody would be corrupt, a group of people could be corrupt and try to steal an election or deprive people of their civil rights. And therefore, the Insurrection Act says that when the states will not, cannot, or refuse to enforce or uphold the Constitution and uphold people's civil rights, then the President of the United States has a duty to uphold it. Stealing a presidential election is violating our civil rights, and Donald Trump has a duty to uphold the Constitution, whether he likes it or not, whether it puts his family and himself in personal danger. He has an obligation to uphold it. And these people who broke the law in terms of rigging this election and fraudulent election, they need to be arrested. We can't be a lawless country and just allow people to come along and steal a presidential election. I mean, this is absurd. Everybody's like, oh, all the election laws were violated in the states, but big deal, no no problem, we'll look the other way. Are you told that as a citizen, if you break the law, if you get a traffic ticket or on loans and obligations that you have, do you just get to say, oh, well, forget about all the rules, forget about all the laws, I'm just doing it my own way. You don't, and they should not either. The other thing that people are not counting on is how the people are going to respond. Even if the Electoral College goes against Trump and Trump begrudgingly accepts it, which I don't think he really should. He's been saying all along he believes it's a fraud. I believe it's a fraud. If he really believes that, he has an obligation to take action. But if he is somehow hesitant, I don't think the people in this country are going to go along with it. I don't see how... 75 million people voted for Donald Trump. I don't see how they're going to go along with it. I don't see we're just going to be all turned around and called racist. They want to re-educate us. They want to put us on trial. They're already passing part of the rules is that they can issue the Congress rules that they put in place that they're trying to put in place is that they can issue subpoenas for president, ex-presidents and vice presidents. They're going to turn this into like a third world country. It's going to be like, you know, when there's these strongmen in these countries and they go after their political opponents, creating charges against them, jailing them, jailing their families, taking their money. And there are so many people who are just willing to go along with it. There are so many people in this country now who actually believe that that's the right thing. Well, they're in for a very rude awakening one way or the other because, first of all, while we're busy debating gender pronouns. The Chinese are building up their army, their military. They're getting ready to take over the world. They're going to roll right over you and they're not going to care about anybody's gender pronouns or sexuality. All they're going to know is whether you could work or you're getting thrown in the concentration camps is the only things they're going to be concerned about. People better wake up. The other thing that this generation is really underestimating is the power of the generation yet to come. Young people normally kind of rebel against the elders to some degree. And if this generation is pushing this transgender, this gender fluidity, this confusion, this lack of patriotism, let's hope the next generation will push back against it and they'll be for more traditional values. Um, 
the difference between the right and the left is this. On the right, if you don't agree with certain issues, you still allow people to live their life as they want. You don't just don't want to force it upon you. The left, they have to force their ideas on everybody. Not only do, are, is it okay for them to say they're transgender, they have to say everybody on earth, everybody must acknowledge th their reality. Well, their reality is not actually reality. But the reason they have to force you is because their ideas are lousy. Their socialist agenda is lousy. So when you got something lousy and not people will pick it, you have to force it on people. And the big one that's coming, folks, is their climate change agenda. The climate change agenda is COVID to the max on steroids. Whatever they didn't strip away through the COVID lockdowns, the people who are putting this in place, they're observing, they're seeing how gullible and pliable the United States population is, and they all just go along with it. Now they're going to tell you, you have to wear a mask because of the environment, or you got to stop driving. You know, they're trying to rule every single aspect of your life. They're going back to this, this pronoun thing that they did in Congress. You know, you have to call a he, she, and she, he, and you can't acknowledge roles and things like this, gender roles. Soon they'll come down to telling you, to mandating who the women have to mate with, who they have to be impregnated by. You think it's funny? You think it's not possible? It's coming soon. They're going to try to take control of the children first. They already are trying to pass laws in Washington state where a 13-year-old could get hormone-altering therapy through their school counselor without parents knowing about it. They're trying to do the same thing with the vaccine. Age 11, a child could consent to the vaccine without the parent having to know about it. And soon they'll be telling you which races are worth reproducing and which ones are not. And we certainly know what they're thinking. Well, if they take charge, those Democrats, if they take charge, the whole country is going to be burnt to the ground within two years. So who knows? They themselves might get fed up with it. But... Their lies are so deep and so thick and they're so treacherous and they're so conniving and they're so manipulative. They will do anything to gain power. Now, once they gain power, I don't know if they're going to know what to do with it, but because their philosophy is a dead end. It's a dead end. Well, this is the important week, Patriots. This is probably the most important week in American history. So if you support Donald Trump, you support the Republican, well, not all the Republicans, but if you support the Republic and you support Trump and you support freedom, get out into the streets and protest. If you're in D.C., if you're near D.C., get there. If you can't make it to D.C., get to your state capitol. Be calling your legislature, your governors, everybody. We cannot let a fraudulent election stand. We cannot live in a pretend America where we pretend we're free, but we know we're really not. It's not going to happen. We're not going to allow it to happen. Well, I'm Nicholas Tutara, and I'll talk to you again on Tutara Time.